Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen. Always excited to be in the space with you today. We have this yummy wordsmith that is coming to you with nothing shy of her excellent self because she is someone who lives in a space of flourishing. You'll understand what I mean when I get to it. Let me introduce to you my new good human friend, Alea Harris. She is the founder and CEO of Flourish Marketing, an agency dedicated to helping empire building entrepreneurs and executive teams differentiate themselves through radically authentic messaging strategy and copywriting. Alea believes that every leader has the potential to transform into nothing less than a legend. Alea, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? I am doing wonderfully. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to have you read my bio wherever I go because that felt <laughs> luxurious. <laughs> Well, it's your truth, so I'm happy to highlight it and put a little smooth, sultry on it as well. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So, Alea, I know that you are known very well, very deeply to all of your clients and all of the wonderful raving fans that have been dying to get on your waiting list, especially since you were out of, you know, off the grid for a little bit, bringing beautiful humans into the world and all of it. I would love for you to take a moment and just share a bit about what flourishing marketing is all about. Flourish marketing exists because I think everything we do is an excuse. It's a beautiful excuse to love people and transmit love to others. I've done everything from being a chef, uh, traveled all over the world to being head of marketing. And the jobs that I disliked the most were the ones where I got away from my true essence. And they were also the ones where I might have experienced a modicum of success, but not really, right? I didn't feel success inside my heart. And then I usually got laid off from those jobs because the universe conspires with me, whether I want to let go of something or not, it is going to help me let go of what is no longer serving me. Once I realized that the more authentic I was to who I was and how I was designed to serve, the more successful I became. And the more I liked the people that I worked with, clients, coworkers, Etc. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like everybody needs a little bit of this. <laughs> oh, we we, <laughs> we made a shift from I will do your clear messaging because I'm a story brand certified guide and we still use that framework. I love it. So let's take it a step back. So the first thing that we do is we get real. Um, I'm a bioenergetic health practitioner as well. So we use bioenergetics to help pinpoint for you where your energy flow is off, where what is no longer serving you, what beliefs or emotions are blocking your abundance. Where are you in your hero's journey? And where are you kind of maybe dragging your feet on moving forward out of fear or uh, the inability to know what is next? We take all of that and we unearth a story that is uniquely yours. Mm. I am so tired 
of reading websites that sound like everybody else's because you thought that that is what was going to work for you because it worked for them. And no, they're already doing it. Copying your guru's website is just going to make you, you know, a poor man's version of them. And they already captured that part of the audience, right? So what can you do that is everlasting? Will you go deep inside as opposed to looking externally? So we get that story. We find out what your excuses you're using to love people and love others and love your clients. And then we translate that into clear messaging that everyone else can understand. And that's where the story brand concept comes in, which helps people know who you are, know how you can serve and know how you do it differently than anyone else. And then once we have that messaging platform, we write all of the things because it's cool to have a messaging document that lives on your computer somewhere yeah. but like if you don't use it then you just spend a grip of money with me and it's point it's pointless i actually want to see it in the world and you walk the walk you talk the talk and you begin to attract people that you love the people that you were meant to attract the people who want your brand of love i think about it this way say every person on the planet is a light Mm-hmm. They're pink lights, they're blue lights, they're green lights, they're yellow lights. I prefer to be a pink one, maybe slightly fuchsia. <laughs> if you are a little light and it's just so dim and it like flickers on, flickers off, no one can see your light and all the other, let's say you're a pink light, one of they, all the other pink lights want to be attracted to you, but they can't find you because you're not shining as brightly as you could. And you come to me, we, we, we switch out some fuses. Mm-hmm. We clarify your light. We, we, we change the casing out, right? So the glass is crisp and clear. And all of a sudden, baby, you are shining. Then all the other pink lights just gravitate towards you because you are shining your bright lit, brightest in your authenticity. So that's what we do at Flourish Marketing and, and um, why I love what I do. Listen, mic drop on every level what I hear and you know from previous conversations that I'm a little special in how I process <laughs> and how I think and close my eyes and, and all of it while I'm talking. What I heard you say is you help people get radical enough to redirect that energy from their soul into their messaging. Yes. And That's a great way to put it. Are you sure you're not a copywriter? I, I promise. I'm not <laughs> <lying>. nope. <laughs> Definitely not my forte. I think sometimes I slip into a good one, but yeah, that was a good one. About it. <laughs> thank you. I will take that as an extra thing because you are the expert in this. <laughs> uh, when I think about that, there's no way that in working with you, if you are helping me to shake the normal that I thought was necessary or trying to flow in, you know, be a version of the gurus that maybe I aspire to be like one day, someday when I grow up, you know, all that talk that we do to ourselves. If you're helping me shake that and be radical enough to tap into that energy of my soul, there's literally no way that I could be competing with anyone else except for myself, which I know for you from other conversations is the most important competition to ever yeah. have. The goal is for you to be in a league of your own. Mm-hmm. So you also make it a lot easier for your clientele. It's one of the most loving things that you can do. Let's say that you are a doctor in private practice. Let's say you're a gynecologist and people are trying to choose the best gynecologist. So they go on the websites. They're like, well, this person has the best smile or I like their 
brand colors. You're looking at my hoo-ha. I really should have some more information <laughs> about you, right? Besides, you know, what I can see on the surface. I need to read words that make me feel instantly comfortable and be like, oh no, this I got to talk to this gynecologist because this person knows me, sees me, gets me, understands my problem, is able to empathize with me, is expressing authority, shows me what success looks like, shows me what a transformation could look like for me. And it doesn't just sound vanilla. Yes. What you don't want is to sound vanilla. And if you took your logo off your website and somebody and put somebody else's on, it would be exactly the same thing and nothing would be different. When you match your soul to your messaging, as you were saying, you are loving people at a higher level. They're not struggling to find a solution to their problem that, that is an exact fit. Yeah. As, as opposed to how it was before, where you're like, I mean, come on, I'm board certified, I'm this, I'm that. And in today's day and age, that's not enough. Right. And right. people are calling all service providers, all product uh, creators to higher standard because what have we just done, people? We've been at home for two some odd years mm-hmm. looking at ourselves and our belly button lint and trying to figure <laughs> out who we are, what do we want? right? How do we want to show up? How do we not want to show up? There's a great resignation, quiet quitting. All of those things are happening because people are having come to Jesus moments. Yes. And if you still just sound like everything and everybody else, then you are not part of that new wave and you will get left behind. Mm -hmm. Competition is an interesting thought, because, yeah, are there other gynecologists, therapists, real estate agents? Absolutely. But there is yeah. only one you. There's uh-huh. only one me. And I'm very good at turning away clients who are looking for someone who is not me. I make recommendations all day long because I don't want to work with you if we're not a match. I've done that before. It is not fun for right. anybody. The, that initial, oh, I got paid. That's fine. Not going to lie. I'm, I'm a real big fan of money. But uh, a week later, two weeks later, a month later, you're ruining the day that you ever let that client sign that contract. Why? They're not an energetic match, not an emotional match. They're probably a lesson that is coming to you Come because on. you didn't learn it before. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you'll learn it now and not do it again. <laughs> right. And I think for from that perspective, that's that that ability to be brave enough to fearlessly flourish, right? To be okay with pushing a check across the table is what I learned to do a long time ago in my business. Like, it's okay. There's enough for all of us. It's why I'm so happy to interview with other relationship balance and intimacy experts. And we can have a good old time. There's plenty for all of us. There is no competition outside of Nikita because Mm -hmm. Nikita is really the biggest barrier as well as the biggest blessing. You can see that and receive it. It allows me to be a good client of Alea Harris because I'm not in the way now and I'm willing to be fearless in how I allow her to help me see what was stuck energy that wasn't able to move in my soul before that maybe got twisted in the wind of trying to to make myself more palatable for people to receive because I am so layered and complex and juicy and goodness and not everybody can handle that. This whiskey in a teacup, baby. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to handle over yeah. here. Yeah. Acquired taste, right? 
I hear you really clearly. And it makes me think about how bold, pun intended, because this is balanced bully, but how bold you had to be to receive the messages that the universe was giving you because you could have fought back and said, oh, not this job. I'll get a different job. Same position, right? Same title, same responsibilities. I'll just move here instead of receiving that it was time to tap deeper into your gifts so you could create that work life and love that your husband and your baby get to enjoy because you were fearless enough to allow yourself to be a product of your own product. I, I did do it. Fearless. I was, yeah, I'd be lying to your face and say, <laughs> I was fearless. Some of my challenges, some of my karmic thing that I'm working at is around trust mm. and fear and patience. Mm. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I always tease people, please, for the love of God, do not pray for patience because the universe will give you. <laughs> something to be patient about. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I've learned that the hard way, I think. So there's been a lot of fear and I've fear where my body is shaking. I'm crying. I'm like nauseous. I have headaches that deep rooted. I am terrified having conversations with my basic self and doing internal visualizations. And even I see my basic self in this dark, room shaking of fear down to that level scared as a business owner. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I would, I would tell people that radical authenticity is not the easy way out. The easy way out is obviously doing things like you're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) It it will involve, you might not necessarily be shaking and crying in fear, but you will have to remove and move. You will have to remove things that are no longer serving you, even when you really like them. Even when you're like, are you sure? But it's gold and sparkly. Yep. That's the thing that needs to go. That's the thing. <laughs> and it's going to be uncomfortable. It, the duration of the discomfort is up to you. And discomfort is, is it, that, that's a thing. But struggle is totally optional. Yeah. It doesn't have to feel difficult. I went through a difficult period so I could know what that was so I can guide people through to their authenticity without it needing to be so much of a struggle. Right. And I am <laughs> had a revelation just the other day. I was like, wow, I'm so grateful that I struggled this way because now I know this, I did that, I know this. And it was a true deep appreciation for what I had to get through in order to feel confident that when I look at you in your face and you're sitting across from me on the Zoom as my client, I know how to help you. Because, and call you out, because I know what it means to be authentic and when you're not doing it and when you're harming yourself really more than anybody else. So if you are kind of at a crossroads right now and you're scared, just know that that is okay. You are normal. I, Cause that was a something I was like too, like, cause you know, you listen to all the podcasts and everybody's got it together. <laughs> right. Like, they're perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and they're making $5 million in five minutes. I'm like, something's wrong with me. <laughs> I also will say that, yeah, something probably is wrong with you. The gut reaction other, for other people is no baby, no baby. <laughs> Not the 
something's wrong with you, baby. You're perfect. No, something might be wrong, right. right? You might be doing something that is not conducive to your highest good. And wouldn't you rather me tell you that and tell you how to move past it rather than me just coddling you and telling you that everything's okay. For me, living in that fear place, I needed to go through it and, and be in it, but I got stuck in it like 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 quicksand and mud on my feet. And it wasn't until I started developing a, a prosperity plan and doing abundance meditations and doing a clearing, physical clearing in the shower, emotional clearing, spiritual clearing, all of it, that I really got unstuck because I was doing it wrong. And yeah. thank God, because you know when you go to the doctor and something, you're like, I have this thing. And they're like, nothing's wrong with you. And you're like, exactly. please find something wrong with me so that you can fix me. <laughs> I was so grateful that I figured out what was wrong so that I could mm-hmm. fix it. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. You're reminding me of uh, like one of my, you know, as as black women, we have a lot of family members that are non-blood related. Mm -hmm. One of my aunties Mm -hmm. is non-blood related. She has this saying that is very visual and it stands out. If my slip is showing, you know, Mm -hmm. dating herself a little bit. (laughs) But if my slip is showing under my dress, don't tell me I look great. Tell me my slip is showing so I don't go out here thinking that I'm hot stuff when I'm hot stuff looking messy. Right. Like I would rather you, you point out my mess to me in safety and privacy and knowing that I'm held safe with you when you do it, because you weren't trying to wait until I was out in public with other people looking to call attention to me and point it out then. Listen on every level, mm-hmm. on every level. And they probably are not, your coach, your advisor, your consultant, if they're waiting for you to go ahead and make a mess after they've been training you in private, they say, oh, it's good. It's good enough. Because to your point, they haven't been through no real mess. Mm -hmm. They passed some really good tests. They're skilled weapons that know how to answer some direct questions from the book that they learned it from, from the video or audio tutorial, YouTube, university, wherever that they learned it. But if you have not experienced a thing, it's really hard to intuitively pick up on it before it occurs and gets out of hand. Absolutely. So I, I value you saying it. I went through some mess mm-hmm. and it made me more powerful in my skill set because mm-hmm. I'm not taken away from all the skills that you added into that too. Right. And that helped you tap deeper into your gift. Right. Uh, yes. Have I done the study? Yes. Have I done the workshops and the certifications? And yeah, I've been a marketer for over a decade. Mm-hmm. But my secret sauce needed to come from me being able to be so radically empathetic with you as a client that I can help you become radically authentic. And the only way to do that is to tune into where you are, what you're saying. You know, it's funny because we do bioenergetic scans um, on people and the scan is robust and we might, my client might say something in the first five minutes that take the next hour. Mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, so there's lots of an onion here where that is layer one. And we're going to start there because this is what you're saying. That is probably the most detrimental to That's what right. your goals are. And there's so, yes, there's so many other things that we could talk about. And yes, I could just parrot back what everybody else has been telling you, but you've already heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I promise I am not, uh, masochistic or sadistic um (laughs) but i know that something is up when they when i have the spontaneous tear happen 
Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're fine, they're straight face, and all of a sudden, <gasps> ah, and it just mm-hmm. comes out. I'm like, yeah, that's 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 what I thought. That was where we were going to start. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And listen, I'm the very first person to say uh, this. This requires a therapist, not a coach, right? right. Because there's a right. big difference between a therapist and a coach. However. Mm-hmm. When you are finally at that point where you are wanting to let go, oh, baby, I see tears as rivers of gold, rivers of abundance. When you are crying those money rivers, that means that we're actually getting somewhere. Yes. If you're holding it all in, I can't, we can't do nothing about that. Mm-hmm. When you're letting it go, so you're excavating all of the things that are no longer serving you so that we can replenish it with new ideas, new beliefs, new paradigms, new value systems, new knowledge. That's when you're really in the best part of your healing journey. Mm-hmm. I can't agree more. You know, I can't agree more. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm right here with you on so many levels. You are making me wonder for everyone who's, you know, out here listening as well, because I'm a representative of the listeners when, when I'm in these virtual kind of kitchen conversation fields of podcasts, because you're helping them do all of this excavation and, and get out of their own way and compete with them, themselves to bring out the best power in their lights so they can shine, be the brightest pink to use your example mm-hmm. from earlier or blue or green or whatever you choose. In that, the ultimate goal is to transfer them into a legend. Would you say that the work that you're doing, which all from an aggregate perspective, it adds up to be the tools that you need to help them do it. Would you say that the one reason that people don't transform is because they're truly not being honest with you and your team in the process? And they're trying to give you those, I would say, you know, I'll just call it what it is. Those cookie cutter answers that they are, they've been used to getting away with giving everyone else. Cause maybe they're a motivated motivational speaker. So they've always been persuasive or maybe they have a huge sales background. So they're really good at making something look better than what it might actually be, but they've been literally faking out themselves in the process. And I know you don't, Accept those clients now, but when oh, no, were, those are my favorite ones, but they only last like that for about five minutes. Okay, okay. so I um am really good at calling you on crap, Come on. and I see it from a mile away. I saw it when I had my discovery call with you before you signed on the dotted line. I knew what I was getting myself into, and mm-hmm. I giggled at myself because the very first client I had like that, I was like, oh, I can, I'm never going to be able to crack them. And not because I'm like wanting to be mean and crack them, but it's like I open them up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. <laughs> yes. Now I will straight up stop you mid sentence and be like, mm, no, tell me something new. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. tell me what, what, how did that really make you feel? Or I'll be like, okay, thank you so much. Let's talk about your favorite childhood moment or like we're needing to redirect because you are, you need to be asked a set of questions you've never been asked before. And I ask really good questions. Mm -hmm. The number one thing that prevents people from turning into a legend isn't so much that they um, can't get away from their phoniness, right? Because we're going to do that real quick. The thing that keeps them actually is that they don't believe that they can be or that they are mm-hmm. a legend. Mm-hmm. I say things like Oprah, Sarah Blakely, um, 
Laverne Cox, Beyonce. I promise I don't just... Well, no, Sarah Blakely is not a black woman. I was like, well, I need to get more diverse in my examples. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are legends, right? In their own right. And why are they legends? It's because they excavated their story. They owned it. They owned different versions of it. They weren't afraid to evolve with it. And we look up to them and people tell their story back to them. That's one of the key components of really knowing if you're kind of there or not. Mm -hmm. People are telling your story back to you and for you to other people. And it's in alignment with who you are and how you want to show up, which can only happen if you told the story correctly to begin with. I say, okay, so all of those are legends. Now, how many people believe that they are a legend? Or I'll give it to you this way, a legend in the making. I said this to rooms of hundreds of people, primarily women, very few raise their hands. And that is what holds you back. That needing to feel safe in the crowd is what makes you not live up to your potential. And now, am I saying that you need to go and just dye your hair blue for the sake of dyeing your hair blue and run naked down the street? No, that is not what I'm saying. That is not authentic. I mean, for most, if it is more power to you, right? Naked down the street is illegal. You should probably check your local uh, law on that one. But What I'm saying is, is is you have to be okay with at least being slightly off and watch the power of that. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you an example. So I used to straighten my hair all the time. One, because I mean, have you seen a good hair flip on that fresh silk press? Flip it right on over. Can't nobody tell you nothing, right? (laughs) And I speak on stages all the time. And I usually would get my hair pressed out Mm -hmm. first, right? One time I was just busy. I was like, oh, I can't get my hair pressed out. So, but I'm getting on stage. And I mean, it was nice. It was, you know, a little curl too, a little bounce too. I have long hair. I liked it. (laughs) And when I got off stage, I had a black woman come up to me and say, we can do that. And I'm looking around like, what did I just do? Right. And I'm like, we could do what? She said, we can wear our hair like that. Like people like were laughing and engaging with you. And, you know, I saw, you know, you made money on that stage. I said, that's absolutely right. Cause that's what I do. And I said, absolutely. How this is literally how my hair grows out of my head. Why would yes. this not be okay? Yes. And now when I get on stage, I mean, now I could straighten my hair if I want to, I could put braids in, I could do cornrows, I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But I purposely don't straighten my hair when I go on stage. Why? Because it means something to someone. Yeah. It shows that I have no problem showing up as myself. And it's that little step that allows someone to do it themselves for themselves. And this happened more recently and it was a multi-day conference and I was traveling, but this person was in there home area. The first day, same kind of conversation. Her hair was straight. She came back the second day and she had washed her hair. Oh yes. And washing Mm -hmm. I am not girl, you want to put that lace front on. You want to put do you boo? I am not putting any hairstyle. Exactly. But I want you to give yourself permission to do it as a style because it's part of what it makes you feel like rather than oh, I need to do this because this is what someone expects of me and this is the status quo. And now, you know, people recognize me as 
the chick with big hair and pink lipstick. <laughs> and it is, it is branding at this point in time, right? Exactly. Exactly. So when you step out in your own, you're not only doing it for yourself, but you never know who you could be inspiring in the process. A thousand percent. This is what being transformed into a legend looks like when you can show up fully as yourself and teach and preach and speak what you are living. Mm-hmm. And that's what I heard you say. You know, you you know, I'm going to give it back to you. Mm-hmm. You have to be in alignment because you know, you you can try to fake it, but then you'll have an epic fall. And the bigger you get at trying to fake it, the harder you will fall. Why not just start off right in the beginning? Mm. Well said. Oh, okay, because you know I can talk to you forever, mm-hmm. and I have to ask you: How do you give yourself permission to pause? You know, this little girl helps. Um, She's been teaching me lessons on pausing from the first trimester (laughs) before she was here. (laughs) And then I had to work at it. You know, I was talking on my podcast to a woman named Allison Chavez. Mm -hmm. And she... uh, talks about the difference between masculine energy and feminine energy. Yeah. And I realized, and she has a cool little download too. Cause I was like, I mean, you're able to fool yourself into thinking that you're doing it right until it's like, right. I'm running away. And I was so in masculine energy, the energy, the, the push, the do the to do list, the check it off. the And I was getting nowhere. And I then had to consciously shift. It felt so wrong. I felt lazy. Mm-hmm. I felt um, incompetent. Mm-hmm. I felt like this is not going anywhere. Guilty. How dare I shift into this energy flow without pushing forward? Mm-hmm. But when I did, you know what I did a uh, week after I signed a big client. And then after that, I found, you know, someone just sent money. And then after that, someone sent me a gift. And then after that, someone started taking my husband and I out for dinner. Who takes a couple out to dinner? Somebody who really want your business. Right. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so it's like no, it was just a friend, no business. It was just a friend. That's what I mean. Just a friend. Just took nice. me and my husband out to dinner. Nice. And I said, okay, Allison Shadis might be onto something. So that permission to pause, I had to prove it worked. Mm-hmm. And because being that feminine energy is about being, about mm-hmm. flowing, listening, in tuning. And the more I actually put it into practice, I have, okay, I combine the masculine term because there's a to-do list on how to be <laughs> 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 in this flow. I call it my prosperity plan, prosperous in all ways. And I do it daily. Yeah. And I made it into a ritual. And I, it is now the most valuable thing I know I can do in my day is to work my prosperity plan because I saw that it worked. So... Mm. The permission came from the results, but it didn't start off that way. I had to fight against myself to give myself permission. Then I started seeing the results. And now can't tell me anything about feminine energy. I am in it, loving it, living it. You know, when you're in alignment, your freedom is on the other side of that resistance. So I'm so glad you freed yourself with this permission to pause. Hmm. I had to take a power pause moment for that too, Alea. That was 
yummy in so many ways. How can everyone, the beautiful, bold, brilliant, ambitious women who are listening to this, as well as the brave men, how can they get in contact with you? Well, the best way to learn about me is to go to flourishmarketing.co, not .com, .co. You can learn all about our three-step process, the Flourishing Empire framework, which we talked about. And there's some freebies on the site too. So you can, you know, we have a 20-page recalibration guide. We have some, a revamp guide. We can take quizzes to know if your energy is on or off and if you're ready to get started with your messaging. You can also hang out with me on Instagram at Alea Harris, A-L-E-Y-A-H-A-R-R-I. S. We throw in baby pictures every once in a while if that is a thing that will entice you. <laughs> baby pictures and some really good pictures of her and her very handsome forever lover. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he is just the bee's knees. I look at him, I'm like, well, I still have a crush on you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what forever love looks like. I'm just saying that's a whole separate conversation. But yes. Oh, Alea, thank you so much for carving out time from your very full and productive, you know, I won't use the word busy schedule and making room to share not only your story, but why you do what you do for so many of the humans that you help both individually as business owners and those teams that really, really need your support. Like bad, bad, bad. Okay, sorry. I'm being biased. All right. Thank you, truly. Thank you for having me, Nikita. I always love talking with you. And this conversation is just another one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, wow. Balance Boldly listeners, I tell you all the time, I know for all of you who have been rocking with us here on the BBP since 2016, you're over me saying, I'm bringing you the best all the time. Every month, it just gets better and better. But I mean, pat myself on the back because Alea was representation on so many levels of that definition. I mean it in all the ways. Thank you for taking time out of your schedules, off your Peloton, your treadmills, your dog walks, whatever it was you were doing while you were listening to the smooth tunes of Nikita and Alea today. Thank you for carving out this time. But I have to ask you to do yourself a favor. One, share this episode with someone in your ecosystem that you know needs to hear it. Whether they're an entrepreneur, a corporate person, a nonprofit person that you know is not shining their light the way that they need to. And they can step up if they, you know, get clear with the energy that's stuck in their soul that needs to be expressed out so they can fearlessly flourish. That's all I'm going to say about that. Second... I want you to do what I ask you to do every single week. Enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly. 